Hello, ladies. I uh, hope you're doing well and um, enjoying uh, this time here. I know it's been um, a difficult. Um, you know, there's, there's. I'm sure you're having, you know, uh, moments that you're grateful for this time off, and then there's moments that it's difficult because. You know, you know, you need to be working. You need to, I know my husband is dealing with, um, you know, he's not going anywhere. He's normally out preaching and <laughs> helping churches all over the world. And, um, and that's been brought to a halt. Um, and so I know that uh, many of us, I'm sure, are just, you know, feeling the pinch of that, feeling the you know, it's terrible being shut down. It's terrible when you can't just function in your everyday life, go out and do the things you need to get done. And and um, that can be very frustrating. And then everybody feels like they're cooped up in the house. <laughs> you know, um, we've been doing a lot of work around the house and uh, my house is totally clean and uh, the closets have been cleaned out, and we've been working in the yard, and uh, we've actually had two people come, and uh, two couples come and look at our house for sale, because our home is currently for sale, and we've had a couple people uh, just this week come and look at the house, so, uh, you know, um, so so people are still, uh, you know, some people still need to move, and still need to relocate or whatever they're doing. And, um, uh, you know, so we're grateful for that. We're believing God to sell this place in the name of Jesus. And, um, but anyways, I just want to encourage you to, you know, spend time in your prayer closet. Um, I've been doing quite a bit more of that lately. Um, I've, I've really been enjoying it. Um, you know, sometimes I just come in and just worship, you know, just worship and worship and, and pray for other people. Just, you know, uh, pray for people's protection and, and, uh, you know, around my family that, you know, no evil shall befall us, no plague shall come nigh our dwelling. And I've been praying for people's businesses and, um, praying for people's ministries. And, and, uh, I know there's a lot of prayer, um, going on right now. And I'm grateful for that. Um, our church is still meeting. Um, we have, uh, we are all sitting six feet apart. Um, and, uh, and, uh, they have broken the services up, um, so that there's only 40, there's only 40 people in the service. And we're, like I said, we're all sitting apart. Um, even as a family, we're all sitting apart. So I got Josh six feet on one side and Noel, you know, and then Nathan's in there. We're all sitting across from each other and, um, it's so strange, but, um, <clears throat> but anyways, on Sunday, wow, in the middle of worship, it just hit me. It just hit me and I just began to weep because I was so grateful, um, for the church. I was so grateful for the local body. I was so grateful that for the, for the precious privilege of being able to meet. Um, because when, <clears throat> when that is, when that's been threatened, you know, that that can be taken away, 
Um, I think something inside of you wakes up and you're like, hey, you know, wait a minute. You know, this is precious to me. I don't I don't want this being taken away from me. It's precious to me. And I just. um, uh, It, you know, it just hit me and I just began to weep and I was just so grateful um, for the local church and and the power, how powerful it is um, for us to gather together. Um, I know, I think in one of, Josh and I did a, um, we did a a broadcast together, um, out of our, out of our church that we attend Vivid Life. They were so kind to let us use their, their professional setup. And so we did one out of there. And I remember I was, I was, uh, we were sharing on the word, about how the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And this is, you know, Jesus speaking to the church, speaking to his disciples and to the church. And, you know, when he said that, when he said the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church, he wasn't, when you look up that word church, he's not just talking about the body of Christ. He's talking about the physical church the gathering of people together in a place, in a temple, in a building, that gathering and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church, against the gathering of my people together. And so um, be encouraged today. I mean, be encouraged that, that this virus is not going to be disturbing our lives for much longer. I declare that. And I don't care what things are being said in the natural. And, um, you know, we've got to ignore all that. When people are speaking against, you know, the word of God, then we've got to ignore that. I'm not saying that you don't ignore wisdom, you know, and the practical things that we all need to do to keep, you know, keep ourselves, you know, safe at this time. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about, you know, the negative remarks, the things that are against the word of God where, oh, this could go on, you know, for months and months and blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, I'm sorry, but we have all authority and dominion on this earth as the body of Christ. And so, We've got to use that authority. We've got to take authority over it. You know, some people, they're not, they're not, you know, some people, they don't, they don't do anything until it affects them, you know, but once it starts affecting them, you know, I mean, we were on the phone, my husband's on the phone with the health insurance, you know, company and, and, um, you know, not that we can't pay the bill, but we're just asking, you know, since we don't really have finances coming in at this point. You know, we're explaining to people, you know, we're going to pay our bills, you know, but we're just, you know, asking, are you guys giving any extra time? Can we just put something down, make a deposit right now to keep our insurance going? We need to pick up our son's prescriptions, you know, things like that. And, um, you know, I mean, they're make you know, the people are making comments to you. You know, here this lady is, you know, making a comment to my husband, you know, regarding, 
you know, how everybody has to pay their health insurance and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he just finally said to her, he's like, well, you're working, aren't you? You're still working. You still have a job. So this doesn't affect you. So, so I understand you're not seeing, you know, what I'm, you know, you're not seeing it from my point of view. I mean, you have a job, you know, you're still getting paid, but there's some of us that, you know, our funds, I mean, and we still have some funds coming in, praise God, but they're basically keeping us afloat. You know, we're not able to, you know, pay the heavier bills, you know, when you don't have any, you know, money coming in, you know, then you're using all your reserve, you're using that to live on, you know, right now. So, um, you know, so some people, they don't get it till it affects them you know, until it starts to affect them. Well, I've been, you know, we've been affected from the beginning. And so we're, you know, we're, you know, we're feeling it with you. Those of you that have been affected by this thing from the beginning, we, we feel it with you. And, you know, we're, we stand with you and we agree with you. Amen. That God is our provider and he's getting us through it. He is going to get us through it. Not only that, we're going to come out stronger and better Amen. And so we, we really, we truly believe that, you know, we truly believe that with all our heart, you know, but there's nothing wrong with calling people and saying, Hey, we just need a little more time here. You know, we don't have the same amount of income coming in right now. We just need a little bit of time, you know? So, um, and we've had to do that as many of you, I know probably have. And, but that doesn't mean that God's not providing and that doesn't mean, you know, I mean, we are, we're all going to get caught up. We're all going to have more than enough. We're all going to, you know, God's already working on it. Amen. He already knew, you know, he already knows what we have need of even before we ask, you know, but we still need to go and ask and we still need to go and believe. Amen. He who comes to God must believe that he is, oh, hallelujah, that he is who he says he is. Amen. But I want to encourage you, you know, I know we've been speaking about our identity and who we are in Christ. And, um, you know, one of the things I just want to share with you in Mark chapter four, you know, how important it is to really take in and eat the word of God. I mean, yes, this is something we should be doing on a regular basis, obviously, if we have a relationship with God. But you know, during these times um, when it's quiet and things aren't moving and things are kind of at a standstill, you know, even more so, we need to dig in deep. We need to stay in our word every day. Just stay in it, you know, eat it, meditate on it, you know, get yourself a daily scripture and meditate on that and stand on it. Amen. And so I just wanted to read from Mark chapter four. Um, and, uh, you know, this is the, the parable of the farmer scattering seed. And we all know that in this parable, we're talking about the word of God, um, in our lives and, uh, and how important it is that the word is alive in us. It's operating in us that we identify with the word. That's what we identify with. I don't identify with Fox. 
you know? I don't identify with CNN. I don't identify with all, um, with the media, you know? We don't identify with that. That's not where our identity is and who we are. You know, yes, it's good to watch the news. You want to know what's going on. But but that's not our identity. We don't, we're not supposed to get all wrapped up in that. Good and bad, you know, the, the things that are coming forward that are, you know, because I'll tell you right now, the majority of it is all negative and, and, you know, false news, you know. I mean, there's, uh, you know, there, there's some things that are coming out that are truth um, that we need to know. But everything else, you know, this is why we need to not listen to a bunch of voices around us, but we need to listen to God. We need to listen to the word of God. We need to um, listen to his still small voice and what he's telling us to do. Amen. What he's telling us to do. So let's get into the word here. Mark chapter four. Um, And Jesus is teaching here. And in verse 3, he says, listen, a farmer went out to plant some seed. As he scattered it across the field, some of the seed fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plant soon withered under the hot sun And since it didn't have deep roots, it died. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants so that they produced no grain. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as as had been planted. Then he said, anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Amen. And so we want to, we want to talk about this, you know, talk about the word of God that gets sown into our lives. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the word of God is what brings faith into our lives, right? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so it's so important. It's so important that we are hearing the word of God and that we are seeing, right? Seeing it, that we are putting it inside of us every day so that it is doing the work in us that it needs to do. I mean, let's face it, you know, some of us, we are stronger in our faith in some areas than others. And we can openly see that in our lives. You know, if we're struggling, I remember a time when I was struggling with my sciatic pain. It was so bad. And I'm telling you, no doctors could help me. I mean, I had even received injections. Nothing was helping me. Nothing. As a matter of fact, the injections made it worse. You know, I think I had some type of reaction to the dye that they put in there, whatever. I mean, my, it was on fire. It was burning so bad. And I remember finally, I just 
was like, you know what? That's it. I mean, that's it. You know, I'm, I'm, I've got to get myself into the healing scriptures. I've got to get myself in the word because obviously I'm weak here. My faith is weak here. I need to believe God for my own healing. Amen. So I decided to, you know, get myself into the healing scriptures. And I did that day after day after day. And I would go to therapy. I'd go to my physical therapy or my massage therapist and they'd be massaging, you know, massaging my, my butt, you know, because that's where your sciatic, you know, that's it. They'd be massaging all that and my lower back down through my glutes and down all the way through my legs. And the whole time they were doing that, I'd be looking at my word and looking at my scriptures and just declaring them and agreeing with them over my life. And I thank God for it. I was on, um, um, I think it's called Singular. I was on that, which is an anti-inflammatory. And I was on that for, you know, a few months. And um, because that wasn't even really, I mean, it was helping it, but it, it wasn't, you know, so. But I'll tell you what, I would not be free of that pain if it were not for the word of God. And me, it's, you know, we have a choice when these things come. We have a choice right? We have a choice. Are we going to, you know, when, when the word comes into our lives, are we going to, you know, is it going to hit, is it going to hit ground that's, um, that's moist and, you know, the ground that you grow your garden in, you know, that, that nice moist soil, that good soil, good ground for it to, 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 to grab root, Amen. You know, and so and so we must be that ground. You know, we must be that ground. And listen, when you hear something, I do all the time when I hear the word coming forth and I know it's something that I'm like, well, yeah, maybe that's working for you, but that's not working for me. You know, or if something offends me that I hear or or if God's trying to correct me on something, that's when we've got to look at ourselves and go, okay, you know, the ground's not soft there. You know, I need to repent for my attitude here and I need to receive the word in this situation. I need to receive that word and I need to let it take root in me. Amen. Let it take root in us so that faith can grow there, so that we can see God's word working in our lives. And so here he's talking about how, you know, the, the, the seed, some of the seed fell on the footpath and the birds came and ate it, right? So that's, that's, you know, that's, that's the word. It's, it's calm and it's just, it's just laying there. It's just laying there on the side. We're not picking it up, right? We're not picking that word up and taking it into our hearts. So the birds are coming and just stealing it and just stealing it from us, right? I mean, you can't be afraid to believe for something. We cannot be in fear. We cannot be afraid to believe 
for a miracle, to believe for the supernatural. I mean, that's who we are. We are the supernatural beings. We are spirit beings. We are the supernatural beings. You know, we're a lot of times we're waiting on God, but God's waiting on us to get an agreement with him, right? To get an agreement with him. He's waiting on us to take a step of faith. He's waiting on us to do it. He's already done everything he's going to do. He's already made complete provision for us. We've just got to get an agreement with his word. Amen. We got to get an agreement. I don't want my seed being eaten. I don't, when God's word is sitting there on the pathway, right? It's sitting there for us to take and receive and get an agreement with. And, you know, the birds are coming up and snatching it. We can't let that happen. Other seed fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. And, and of course, when this happens, the seed sprouts quickly because the soil is shallow. Amen? So other seed fell on a shallow soil with underlining rock. I mean, sometimes the word comes and we receive it, but because there's something there, maybe there's some offense going on. You know, you're offended. I mean, we should never be offended by the prosperity message. And I know there are people out there taking advantage of it and what have you, whatever, but that's no excuse to not receive it and not believe it in our own lives of prosperity. Amen? I mean, Jesus was made, you know, Jesus was made, he became poor so that we would be rich. Oh, hallelujah. We would be made rich. And that's rich, rich in abundance everywhere, every area of our lives to be rich. Amen. I mean, we can't, we can't let offense, we can't be offended. You know, now's not the time to get offended. I mean, people are putting so much junk out there on Facebook. It's ridiculous. And there's so much you could get offended by, you know, but now's not the time, you know, people who are trying to cause offense. I mean, really, you're really going to put stuff out there that's going to offend people during this time. I mean, your opinion is really that. I mean, you don't, you don't have, you know more love in your heart than to put something out there that offends people. You know, I'm not talking about, you know, spiritual thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about people are putting so much, so much of their opinion out there, not facts, opinions, you know, and offending. I mean, listen, you know, a good friend of ours, pastor friend of ours, gets arrested, yeah, for having church because another Christian calls the police. I don't even want to call them a Christian. I mean, what do you think? You think God is pleased with your behavior? 
I mean, really. Really. I mean, how much fear? Where's your faith? Oh, you have little faith. It's ridiculous. And he's not offended. <laughs> he's not offended one bit. He's still doing what God's called him to do. He's not offended. He didn't get offended. He was like, I'm not going to get an offense. This is not going to offend me and steal his blessing. If anything, it breaks his heart. It's sad that people would act like that towards each other. You know? I mean, it's time to get rid of any rocks in our heart. Anything rocky, anything... You know, the offense there, you know, being offended. You know, it's time to get rid of that so that the word of God can take root where it needs to take root in us. Hallelujah. Otherwise, whatever it says here, that's, you know, the seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plant soon withered. Under the hot sun, because it didn't have deep roots. I mean, there's, you know, that that's just going to get scorched. Amen? We don't need any of our production in life, what we're producing, to get scorched. We need it to produce much fruit. Amen? And increase and, and to be healthy in our lives. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants so they produced no grain. I mean, this, this, you know, we've heard about how this is the cares of the world, you know? This is the cares. It chokes it. Worrying. Anxiety. You know, it's just choking those things. You know, I mean, even, you know, Jesus talked about, I mean, what is it, what does it benefit you to worry, to worry about tomorrow, to worry about, you know, the future, to worry, worry, worry. I mean, worry is a sin. We don't want to worry because worry is meaning we're not trusting. We're not trusting God. We're not trusting him. For who he is, we're just worrying. And if we stay in the word, that will drive that worry out. If we stay in the word, it'll drive the anxiety out. If we stay in the word, it'll drive that fear out. Amen? Amen? And that, that word can take root in us. And we can have faith. We can have faith. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as he had planted. Hallelujah. Fertile soil. Fertile. Fertile soil. And that's what we want to be. That's what we want to identify with. Amen? That when the word comes forth, we're going to allow it. To come into fertile soil. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got to, uh, you know, 
cast down every vain imagination. Amen. We can't allow the lies of the enemy, you know, to choke the word of God in our lives. Oh, hallelujah. We can't allow the enemy to distract us. We can't allow him to distract us. Now let's skip over to here. I want to skip to verse 13 here. And this is where Jesus starts to explain, amen, this parable. And he says to them in verse 13, if you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? The farmer plants seed by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have Satan come at once and take it away. Amen. And I, and like I said before, that's where, you know, we're just letting it lie there. We're just letting it stay on the path. We're not picking it up and using it. Amen. We've got to do that. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, wherever I don't have deep roots, Father, show me because I want to have deep roots. Deep roots. Amen. We've got to have that in every area of our life in every area of faith we have got to have deep roots deep roots i don't want the word stolen from me i don't want my blessings taken from me amen hallelujah i want all that god has for me I want to be deep-rooted, deep-rooted. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. If we're not deep-rooted, then we will fall away as soon as we have problems. Right? I mean, as soon as things... You know, what is what is our attitude? How do we act when things don't go our way? I mean, I've I have had to come a long way in this. You know, because I would always, you know, complain to God and I'd be like, I cannot believe this hasn't come through yet. I I just can't take another disappointment. I just can't deal with another disappointment. And, you know, it was always like I would hear God say, well, you know, that's not my problem. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you've got to get your heart right, you know. I mean, we have these funny conversations. God's like, well, that's not me. I'm not doing that to you. I'm not doing that to you. You know, just because things aren't turning out the way you think they should or they're... T- 
you know, and we all go through that sometimes because we're believing God and we stand on the word. And then when it doesn't happen the way we thought it was really going to happen, you know, you're disappointed. But, but, but instead of that, I, I had to turn that around and say, no, I will not be disappointed. Amen. I will not be disappointed because if it hasn't gone this way, if it's not worked out this way, then Lord, you must have another way. Father, you must, I have to trust you no matter what. I have to trust you. And I really believe a lot of times if I would have turned my attitude around back then in those situations and circumstances, you know, if I had turned my attitude around, things probably would have come out differently, you know, but I didn't. I was just so disappointed and so, you know, I was like on this roller coaster and, you know, the Lord was like, you've got to stop allowing your emotions, you know, to control you, to push you this way or that way. And I mean, here's another example of that. You know, that's what that is. You know, where... Where... Um... Where was he saying here? I want to go back to this. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems. As soon as you have problems. As soon as things aren't going right. Or as soon as, you know. I mean, that's like you're believing God for your healing. You're standing on the word. You go to the doctor and he's still giving you this negative report. Well, at that point, how deep are your roots? Right? How deep are our roots? We've got to stop at that point and say, you know what? This is what your word says, and I'm standing on this word. I don't care what that doctor keeps telling me. I'm standing on this word. I mean, we forfeit, you know? We forfeit. We forfeit the blessing because there's no deep roots there. And listen, that's not anybody's, you know, it's not about blame or whatever, but, you know, we're responsible. We have to work out our own salvation. It's our responsibility to get the word inside of us. It's our responsibility. And, you know, I didn't come from a, you know, uh, discipline is not natural to me. You know, get, you know, disciplining yourself, you know, getting in the word every day, spending time with the Lord. You know, I took that legalistic pressure off of me many, many years ago. And so my relationship with God is free. And there are days we spend together. And then there might be a day where, you know, I didn't spend time with the Lord. But there's no condemnation there. There's no, I'm not going to beat myself over the head because I didn't do it. Right? A relationship is, his relationship with us is unconditional and it's, it's a natural relationship. It's not a forced relationship. You know, he wants us to want him. He wants us to want to be with him. He wants us to want the word in our lives. 
And so that's why it's so important that, you know, our hearts are pliable to him. Our hearts are soft and open to him. And so we allow that word to get in deep and get in deep and get in deep. Otherwise, the minute we have problems, right, we give up. We can't do that. We can't do that. The word works. The word does work. It's alive. And it works in our lives. And so we have to not give up on that. Or if you're persecuted. Right? If we're persecuted. I mean, you'd be amazed if I share something sometimes with other people who are supposed to be, you know, Christians. And I share something with them. And instead of them, you know, encouraging me or something like that, you know, they'll, oh, well, well, I don't know how you're going to do that. I mean, you know, there is a practical side. Well, of course there's a practical side. I know there's a practical side. Of course. Of course. But if God spoke something to me, and gave me a vision for something. And he's speaking to me and he put it in my heart. I know it's going to come to pass. I know there's a practical side to it. I know I have to have the funds to do it. I know I have to main, you know, be able to maintain it. Be able to... My goodness. You think God's not going to take care of all those things? And then sometimes, sad to say, people just do that to you because they're jealous. That there's nothing going on in their own lives. Well, sorry. You know, don't be jealous of other people's accomplishments. Encourage them. You know, I want, I want, you know, the girls that used to be in my youth group and now they're ministering and now they're, my goodness, you, you want them to be on your shoulders. Amen. You want them to be better. You want them to have more, to increase more. You want that next generation, you know, your children to. I'm not going to keep my kids down and be like, oh, well, I didn't get that till I was 50. So, you know, you shouldn't get that till you're 50. I mean, no, there is a wisdom side to things. And you teach your children that to be good stewards of what they have and to be givers but I, they, I want them to have bigger vision than me. I want them to have bigger dreams than me. That's love. That's, that's love. And that's how we should be encouraging one another. Amen? We shouldn't be persecuting other believers for, you know, what they're believing God for. My goodness. The seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life. By the worries of this life, we talked about that. Look at this, the lure of wealth. 
and the desire for other things. Oh, hallelujah. We have to watch that. We have to look out for that. I mean, does money answer all things? Sure it does. Money money answers a lot. It's a tool. It's a tool. And it gives us the opportunity to do things, right? To advance the kingdom, to help people. Money's a tool. You know, to be blessed, to live our lives. You know, God wants us to have nice things, nice quality things. He wants us to have the desires of our heart. But there is a lure of wealth, you know. And I think what that is, is kind of like this, you know, oh, well, if, and I had to check my heart, you know, I really did. I was, I was checking my heart on this, you know, because I think sometimes we just, we're believing God, you know, for so much and we know it's going to take a lot of money. And, um, but our happiness cannot depend on that. Amen. We've got to be content no matter where we're at. We got to be content when, you know, we have much in the bank and we got to be in content when, um, when we don't, you know, um, we've got to be content no matter what. And, and so, you know, we can't, well, if we had this right now, if we had that million dollars that we need, you know, we'd be, oh, life would be so much better and we would be, well, yes, life would be better. You know what I mean? I mean, cause you'd be, you'd be doing what God's called you to do with that tool, Okay, so it's not saying that, but it's, but I think it's dealing with our happiness, like what we, so we can't be happy with where we're at right now, you know, and I have conversations with the Lord like that. I'm like, I'm, I'm happy. I'm content, but I can feel in my spirit. It's time. It's time to go to another level. It's time to go to that next level in ministry. It's time to go in that next level financially. Amen. We feel that. We know that. It's not that, you know, we're not lusting after it. Amen. But we're, we're like, it's time. It's time to go to that next level. It's time to go to that because it was Abraham's. It was the covenant blessing of Abraham. We're, we're walking in that. We're living in that. And he always increased. And so we are increasing. Amen. You know, many of you, you're believing God for land, buildings, you know, a shift in your business, uh, you know, an expansion of your business or, you know, and you can't do that without money. I mean, yes, we can do it with favor. God can open up the door, give us favor, give us buildings, give us land. You know, we don't even have to pay for it. I mean, he's a good God that way. He does that. But sometimes... When he, but if he doesn't do things that way, well, then, yes, he, he does it by bringing the finances we need. So we got to have it. We got to have it. But we've also got to make sure that we're not falling into that cycle of not being happy, you know, because we don't have the money that we need to do the things we, we want to do that we know God's put inside of us. We've got to be content. Amen. 
we've got to celebrate whether we've got it or not, right? We've got to celebrate it. Amen. We've got to celebrate where we're at. Hallelujah. So we talked about that. Worries of life, lure of wealth, and the desire for other things. You know, we can't let those things come and steal the word of God from us. Those distractions, right? And there's a lot of distractions going on right now. And I'll tell you what, I'm just staying focused. I shut the TV off, right? I shut the TV off. I'm only, you know, watching certain people, listening to certain people that I trust, that I know they're a general in the faith. God has them here for such a time as this, as you are here for such a time as this. But we've just got to be careful who we're listening to and what we're listening to. And um, and I'm, I'm not letting God's word, amen, being stolen from me. I'm not letting that happen. And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. Oh, hallelujah. We've got to hear and accept God's word. We've got to accept it into our lives. We've got to accept the truth of the word of God into our lives. Amen. Because God wants to do so much in us and out of us. We've got to accept it. We've got to accept it into our lives. And we've got to accept where we are with God. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful in a way for this. I'm not, you know, grateful that everything's been kind of, you know, at a standstill here and we're not able to really fully live our lives like we were. But what I'm saying is, is that I'm kind of, I'm, you, you know, we're grateful for having a little bit more time, you know, with the Lord. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for this because I have been looking at myself. I mean, who are we in this time? Who are we? Who are we in this time? Are we in agreement with God? Are we being, you know, positive with people? Are we, um, you know, standing up for what's right? Are we standing up for the word? Are we taking our authority? Are we taking the dominion that Christ has given us? And, you know, I don't want to go back to normal. I don't want to go back to norm. I'm ready for the shift. How about you? I'm ready for God to supernaturally shift the body of Christ. Put us where you want us to be, Lord. Put us where you want us to be. Bring in our harvest that we've been believing for for so long now. Increase us, right? Increase us 
Amen. Do the opposite of what the world is talking about, of what unbelievers are saying. Do the opposite, Lord. That's what I'm believing for. That's what I'm expecting my God to do. Hallelujah. Ha. Huh. I want to see the opposite of what the world is screaming out. We're going to walk in health. We're going to walk in prosperity. We're going to walk in divine blessing. We're going to walk in love and forgiveness. Amen. We're going to walk in the goodness of God in our lives. And we're going to walk in the word. We're going to walk in the powerful living word of God. Hallelujah. And I thank you that God's going to use us as a light in this darkness right now. He's using us as a light in the darkness. And people are going to see that God is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. People are going to see it. So be encouraged. Be encouraged in your own life. Get into this word. Spend more time with the Lord. Because I'll tell you what, the release is about to come. The shift is about to come. The release is about to come where he's going to be releasing his church out. Amen. That next level is about to come. And we want to be ready for it. We want to be ready for it. We want to say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, we're ready. We're ready. I know I've done this. I know I've done that. I know I've, I've got this here and I've got that here. And I've, you know, I'm, I'm in my life. I'm, I'm, this is where I live. And this is what I'm in. And this is my home. And this is, but I'm telling you, there you may encounter a shift. Right? Are we willing to be shifted? Are we willing to go where God really wants us to go? Oh, hallelujah. I want to be in the perfect will of God. I want to be walking in this word. I don't want anything stolen from me. Nothing stolen from me. In Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. So thank you, ladies. Some of you, you've been sending in prayer requests and private messaging and sending me some prayer requests. And I'm in agreement with you. I know you. we are. We're going to woo come out stronger in this time. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. And we've got to talk like that and act like that during this time. I just want to encourage you. Remember who you are in Christ. Walk in it. Walk in it. The anointing is on your life. To set the captives free. In your life and in other people's lives. Amen. So be encouraged. Hallelujah. Great thing. Send me, send me your uh, praise reports too. Amen. Send me your praise reports. And um, the good things God is doing in your life during this time hallelujah he's faithful he's faithful he's faithful amen well be blessed and i'll be with you soon god bless you love you
拜拜。